So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. And man, oh man, we have some good stuff for you today. We're talking about edging. And if you don't know what edging is and you're struggling with some sort of sexual misbehavior, I can pretty much guarantee you this episode is going to be tremendously valuable. And if you know what edging is, uh, you're going to still get some practical takeaways from this that I think are really going to help. Now, I'm going to explain everything. I'm going to set it all up. What is edging? And, you know, how does it play a role in our struggle? And of course, how do we master this thing so that it no longer has that impact? Uh, but before I get there, I just wanted to mention, um, you guys have been amazing spreading the word about this podcast. Uh, we have been growing really quickly, and that is really only because of you guys. We don't run ads. We don't run sponsors. Uh, obviously, we had a little bit of a glitch with an ad recently. My apologies for that. Um, and the, the, the truth is the only way this grows is because you guys have been spreading the word. And so I just wanted to thank you for doing that. And I wanted to ask you if you haven't shared any of this content yet, or maybe you've heard something recently from us that you're like, Hey, this was amazing, very valuable. Please share it, share it with somebody that you know would benefit from it. Okay. Now this is for two reasons. It does help us. And that's why I'm leading with this. But also, this is a tremendous way for you to actually encourage someone else, for you to provide value to someone else, for you to communicate to someone, hey, I don't know how to maybe support you in this, or I don't understand the nature of this issue that you have, um, but here, this might actually help you. Here's something that could be of value to you. Or maybe it's just a friend of where it's like, hey, uh, what do you think of this? Let me know what you think. You know, just spreading the word, passing it along. That's how we grow. And uh, that's why we're about to cross 180,000 downloads. And, you know, that's actually, when I think about it, if I'm, if I do the math, I think the podcast has been around for 18 months. No, that's not true. It's a little bit over 18 months, but roughly 180,000 downloads in roughly 18 months. I think we're actually at 19 or 20 months and, um, man could not have done any of that without you guys. So thank you. And, uh, please, if you found some value, make sure you share what you're getting here. Let's talk about edging. Okay, so edging is a neuropsychological concept, uh, probably neurobiological to be more accurate. It's really referring to uh, the interplay between our behavior and the dopamine systems in our brain. And um, this is somebody else's explanation. I forget whose it is, and so I can't give credit, which um, pains me. But this is the best explanation I, I've heard of um, what edging is. Let's imagine that a level uh, five is you slipping. It's you watching pornography. It is you getting the absolute rush of dopamine through your body, like your whole system just getting flooded. Let's imagine that a level one is you relaxed, not a care in the world. You're just, you're at ease and you're at peace, and there's no fidgety, anxious kind of way about you. You're just, you're perfectly calm. Edging is the process of escalating from a one to a five. And what typically happens is we, we seek to kind of push 
our current dopamine threshold little by little. If you studied your relapses of the past, you will probably observe that it was very rarely that you just got on your device and went straight for the kill. What probably happened is you had a thought, you had an imagination, you had a fantasy, you heard a trigger word, something happened that planted the seed in your head. And then you went on the device and you said, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to actually watch, but I'm, you know, you just start to kind of click around a little bit here, a little bit there. So for me, it used to be, you know, Google search. Google search was so weird. You could type in just about anything and then go to images and like, it could be like, I don't know, it could be like a Dodge Charger, you know, like cars. And if you got to the very end of the search, all of a sudden, all this pornographic stuff would show up. It was really weird. And this is how I used to edge. So I would do Google searches and I would click around and I would just tell myself I was doing a Google search, but I knew what I was doing. I was freaking edging, man. I was trying to push the bounds and trying to kind of get closer to the thing without actually touching it. But inevitably, what happens when you begin to edge, if you continue to edge long enough, is the, the one becomes a two, the two becomes a three, and now your dopamine threshold is getting higher and higher, and you are looking for just a little more and just a little more until before you know it, you're a 3.5, and you're a four, and you're a 4.5, and you're a 4.7, and you're a 4.9, and bam, before you know it, you're watching porn, and you've relapsed yet again. Now, sometimes this happens gradually over the course of maybe a couple days. Sometimes this happens over a much shorter span, you know, a couple minutes, a couple hours, maybe over the course of one single day. But here's what we know for sure. If you, if you could really master edging, then whether you're at a one, a two, a three, or a four, it'll never become a five. And what I want to kind of share with you guys today is just some easy ways that you can handle edging. Now, this was actually inspired by uh, a question from one of our clients. And he, he sort of asked a peculiar question. So I've kind of rephrased it. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll read the question first. And then, um, and then just in case some of you guys maybe have had this thought as well. When I find myself edging, what are some things I can do to get a similar dopamine hit? Okay, so this is really interesting. Um, there's, a, there's a bit of a misconception in this question, which is that, oh, I'm edging, um, you know, I need to find something healthier to replace it with because otherwise I'm going to continue down this path. So with edging, what we actually want to do is we want to dissipate the situation. We want to actually bring the dopamine levels down. This is a little bit different than, you know, if we're talking about needs, right? Like a core need that you realize, oh, I'm getting this need met through pornography. Well, then substitution is the, the solution. We, we want to find a superior way to get that need met that doesn't cause damage or destruction to you, your relationships, your faith, etc. When you find yourself edging, the question is not, can I replace the desired activity with something better. The question is, how do I regulate or lower my dopamine levels? So if I catch myself at a level three, what we want to try to do is get back to that one to two area. Now, the reality is, you know, most of us are living in a, probably at least a two day to day. There's, it's very rare that we're actually sitting down, we're fully at ease and fully relaxed, and the dopamine thresholds are super low. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if that's being an adult or 
life in the 21st century. Like I, I haven't figured that part out yet. It's probably safe to say that our dopamine levels, like the average levels are higher than any other generation, but I can't verify that. So I'm not going to stand by it. What I can say for sure though, is it's rare that we're out of one. They, they happen, but those, those moments require a lot of intentionality for us to actually get there. Most of our time is probably spent at a level two right? Just day-to-day cares of life, trying to cope, looking for different outlets, different rewards, that sort of thing. What we want to try to do is stay at a level two as much as possible, which means that for starters, when you find yourself at a level two and you're starting to drift, you're, you catch yourself in that state, in that mode where you're looking for a hit, that is your time to dissolve the situation, See, the earlier you nip this thing in the bud, the easier it becomes to combat edging. Edging is momentous. It's a snowball. It, the, the level of effort it took you to get from a, a two to a three is twice the effort it takes you to get from a three to a four. And certainly that is twice the effort it takes you to go from a four to a five. It becomes easier and easier and easier. It's like it's like a snowball rolling down a hill. It gathers more momentum. And once you're starting to roll down the hill, it's pretty much impossible to stop. Now you can stop, and I'll talk about that really quickly at the end here. But what I want to say is your goal, what you should be getting from this podcast episode is how do I stay at a level two at all times? Number one, we have to catch ourselves when we're going to a level three. So what do I mean by that? Well, the other day, um, it, it was my, it's my deep, my dopamine detox day. So my 24 hours where I don't really go on my phone, don't check messages, whatever, whatever. And I was so dumb of me. I had my phone beside me. And I think we were at the beach. I forget. I don't know why my phone was beside me. It was so silly. But there it was. And I kid you not, guys. Like I'm st- I'm sitting there. I'm looking at like blue, crystal clear ocean. Like blue, clear skies. The ocean looks spectacular. White sand beaches. You know, coconut trees around. Like it was picturesque. And I'm probably sitting there for like 10 seconds. And I'm like, oh. I'm just gonna check one message. Oh right, no, I'm not. I'm not on my phone. Put my phone down. Ten seconds later. Oh yeah, but this. I just gotta check this thing. Nope. Put my phone down. And like I, it was. It was. I was embarrassed. I was honestly embarrassed. The amount of times I grabbed my phone those first few minutes. But here is the thing. Okay, if I don't stop myself, and if I somehow justify, ah, well, you know, whatever. It's just one message. It's just one this. Um, you know, your brain just starts to seek all these different justifications. Right. It's just whatever. Well, all of a sudden, I have now begun my descent down that slippery slope. Now, for me, you know, thank God, pornography is out of the picture and my brain doesn't go there anymore. But it still doesn't mean that it's healthy for me to just scroll around and allow my brain to operate with these higher levels of dopamine. So this is your, is your responsibility. This is your target is to somehow stay at a level two at all times. And when you catch yourself drifting, to get yourself back down to the level two as quickly as possible. If you are willing to do that, you will save yourself so many hardships. Because a lot of people, when they start recovery, they think about like, when I feel tempted to watch pornography, 
how do I stop myself from making that decision? And what they're talking about is like, hey, when I'm fully aroused and the urges are at peak threshold and whatever, what, what do I do then? How do I get out of those moments? It's like, bro, that's the wrong question. Let's get you out of those moments altogether. Like, let, let's, let's try to set it up so that those moments never happen. That's the goal. So if you want to handle edging, okay, a couple practical things. I promise that'd be practical. To stay at a level two, a couple things we want to do. Number one is we need to breathe. <sighs> Number two, we want to put barriers to entry. The day that I kept grabbing my phone, my phone was, um, my iPhone, you, uh, iPhone users will know this. My my phone on on Saturdays, that's when I do my dopamine detox. It goes into downtime, so I have downtime set from like, I guess it's midnight on Friday until midnight on Saturday. I think I need to look at that. But the point is, I can't just open an app. I have to I have to like open it, and then I have to select you know ignore downtime for fifteen minutes. Now, it's a small thing. It's a small barrier to entry, but it's just an example because that, I kid you not, that barrier to entry is what made me realize what I was doing every single time. Like, whoa, that was weird, right? It, it, it was just enough. Now, the greater the barrier to entry, the more helpful it's going to be. That's just a small example, um, but really helpful. So you can breathe your way out of it. Number two is having barriers to entry. The third thing, um, the third way to handle edging would be to eliminate the things that you edge with. So I can't eliminate my phone. In some ways you could say like I eliminated my access to apps with downtime, but some of you may need to actually eliminate things altogether. Um, one of our clients, he he observed that he was relapsing a lot uh, watching TV because you know he got like certain apps on his Apple TV or whatever. And so one thing would lead to another. So I was, I was you know, he was in a pretty serious situation and he had a timeline, like he he was ready to get engaged and to be married and whatever. There was just some things going on. So I said, "How much? How badly do you need your TV?" And he was like, "Well, not that badly." I was like, "Dude, just take it down. Like you don't, you really, you don't need it. You you can go a little bit without it. What if for the next four months you just went without TV?" And again, that's not going to fix the problem. You have to get to the roots of the issue. Hopefully what this does is it sets you up in those moments that even at your really weak points, you're still positioned for success. That is the goal in handling edging. So you can breathe, you can add a barrier to entry, or you can eliminate the source of it altogether. Uh, These are great things to do in the moment. And the last thing, we talk about this a lot, but changing your environment, it it just does things. And more specifically, it's actually, it's not about the environment, it's about moving. Like movement is just incredibly powerful for releasing neurochemical energy and really letting your brain just start to settle down again. So that's everything for today, guys. Hey, if you found some value out of this, please, 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 please share this with someone you love. In the meantime, have an amazing day, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. 
First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.